For over 10 years, VOC Nation has taken listeners behind the scenes of the greatest moments in pro wrestling history. Our hosts are not only experts on the business, but have lived in the business. Subscribe and hear weekly podcasts from hosts like legendary pro wrestling journalist Bill Apter, former Impact Wrestling star Wes Briscoe, former WWE and AWA broadcaster Ken Resnick, former WWE and TNA star Shelly Martinez, former WCW star The Maestro, NWA legend The Raging Bull Manny Fernandez, and much more. VOC Nation programming is free on most major podcasting apps, including iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Radio.com. And video podcast and bonus content is available on Patreon for as low as $3 a month. What are you waiting for? Head to VOCNation.com and dig into the most comprehensive podcast network built for pro wrestling fans. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at VOC Nation Wrestling Network and follow us on Twitter at VOC Nation.
Welcome, everyone, to WCW Retro. I'm your host for the evening, Papa Stro, the maestro of wrestling. Great to be with you guys once again on this Thursday night. A uh, lot to talk about tonight, including the big topic of discussion, the career of the Midnight Express. Uh, really excited to dive into that with you guys tonight. Uh, if you got any cool Midnight Express moments, stories, what have you, call in anytime during tonight's live WCW Retro Podcast here on VOCNation.com at 914-338-1885. Once again, that number is 914-338-1885. So Midnight Express night tonight. Lots to talk about, uh, plus so much more. Uh, before we get started to the callers and talking to Midnight Express, I'd like to take a few announcements, some shout-outs, if you will. Uh, first off, uh, I'm going to be on set soon uh, for uh, for se- several filming. Uh, first off, uh, film um, upcoming film I'm going to be uh, on set for is called The Devil's Daughter. It's the Harlequin story, which I'm starring as uh, Dr. Jeremy Arkham in that film. Uh, a lot of Batman Easter eggs this upcoming film uh, for you Batman fans out there and Harlequin fans. So... Uh, be sure to keep adapt updates, and to do so, go to their uh, Facebook page at facebook.com slash realdevilsdaughter. Also going to be on film later on this year for the fourth season of the Dust series, which I star as the chief in. Um, you can check out all three seasons of the Dust series on YouTube at youtube.com slash series. And uh, looking forward to being back on set for the fourth season. Sure. Um, also, I'm going to be in a horror movie later on this year. That'll be uh, premiering called Stench of Iniquity, which stars the ancient vampire Abba in that film. And for more information on updates, the upcoming film, go to facebook.com slash Stench of Iniquity. And be on the lookout for an appearance from yours truly, Papa Stroh, in the second season upcoming of Hightown on the Stars Channel. So I'm looking forward to you guys checking that out as Papa Stroh makes an appearance in the second season of Hightown on the Stars Channel. Uh, A lot of cool things coming up. I'm also being looked out later on this year uh, for a couple episodes from the Echo Lake universe that I'll be starting in. One will be Tales from Echo Lake and The Dark Office. So I'll be looking out for that. Shout-outs to... Fishing with Special Friends at fishingwithspecialfriends.com. Masters of Ring Entertainment, mastersofringentertainment.com. Uh, Cauliflower Alley Club, give them some love at caulifloweralleyclub.org. Um, Innovative Hybrid Wrestling at the Maritimes area in Canada. Give them some love on their Facebook and find out what they're up to at facebook.com slash IHWWrestling. And you truly Papa Stroh, will be inducted May 15th at the 2021 Carolina Wrestling Hall of Fame being held at the Holy City Brewing Company building in Charleston, South Carolina. And more information on who's all being inducted, which is it's an awesome class. Uh, I, I can throw a couple names by right now. The legendary Susan Green, uh, who was one of my favorite tag team partners ever. <laughs> uh, an, another... Great tag team partner of mine, former NWA World Champion, um, Tommy Wildfire Rich is going to be inducted. Uh, the Amazing Velvet, uh, L.A. Tank, uh, 
Michael Devine, and and plus more will be inducted uh, in the uh, 2021 Carolina Wrestling Hall of Fame. For more information on that, go to their website at carolinawrestlinghalloffame.com. And I hope to see you guys there. It should be a great time. And a, a big honor and uh, pleasure to be part of that class, for sure. Uh, yeah, a lot of exciting things are happening uh, on VOCNation.com. Be sure to check out all the podcasts. In the Room every Tuesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, Wrestling with History with Bruce Wirt, Ken Resnick, and the legendary Bill After. Every Wednesday night at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And before that, on Wednesdays, you can check out Shelly Martinez podcast at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, plus WCW Retro every Thursday night at 9. Uh, Sassy Steph, uh, Briscoe and Big Ace, uh, Raging Bull, Manny Fernandez has, has a podcast now with us. And to check out all the times and dates of all the podcasts we have, which we have, we've got some great ones, folks. Uh, go to VOCNation.com for all the info. And uh, for everything about me and my social media, let me give you the quick wrap-up wrap on that. Uh, my official website, thestro.com. My merchandise, if you want to buy some Papa Stro merch, thestro.com slash merchandise. Uh, Twitter, at Sign of Stro. Instagram, at Stro Maestro. Facebook, at Stro the Maestro. Subscribe to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Stro Maestro. I'm on Twitch at twitch.tv slash realpapastro. If you'd like to make a donation, buy me a cup of coffee, tips, etc. And thank you for those who have already donated. Much love and appreciation. You can do so at my PayPal, paypal.me slash papastro. Once again, it's paypal.me slash papastro. Thank you for your advance for your support. If you'd like to get a video message, a personalized video message from yours truly, papastro, uh, you, you can do so. You can make it happen at uh, one of these two websites. Uh, first off, at uh, my fan, my fans park dot com slash papastro maestro, and also on slebvm dot com slash stro maestro. So either one of those websites, check it out. You can get a personalized video greeting from yours truly, papastro. If you'd like to be a guest on the upcoming WCW Retro uh, broadcast, uh, hit me up. Send me emails. Stro, yours truly, stro. Send it to me at wcwretro at yahoo.com. That's wcwretro at yahoo.com. Let's get you some exposure, if you will. And for bookings, for TV, wrestling, film, charities, endorsements, commercials, voiceover, commentary, seminars, Comic-Cons, interviews, charitable events, you name it, I do a lot these days, radio, etc. Hit me up. Stro-foya, S-T-R-O, number 4-Y-A, yahoo.com. And let's talk business, if you will. But thank you guys for being here. Um, we're going to take a quick commercial break, and when we get back, we're going to be uh, talking Midnight Express right here on WCW Retro. And uh, we'll be back in just a few minutes, folks. Stick with us.
Hey, this is a Total Package, Lex Luger. You're listening to the VOC Nation. Don't miss out. Check out In the Room every Tuesday night at 9. Listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star Stro Maestro, Kathy Fitz, Matt Grimm. And you and Ray are there too, right, Ray? We sure are, and we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Taku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off uh, buildings. And then uh, I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into, like, snuff film territory there. In the room. 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. Wrestling with history, the voice of choice, and killer can resonate. When I die, they're going to open me up and find about 2,000 undigested Northwest Airlines cheese omelets. Mr. Chris Cruz, what's going on? Jesus, how did I get roped into this? General Adnan went to school with Saddam Hussein. He cried, I cried, he cried, and who could have cried? Adnan lost a lot of family in the Iraqi war. Everybody loves Granny. Wow. Yeah, see, a lot of people don't know that. Yes, Taylor, you guys are busting me up. Catch Wrestling With History with Ken Resnick and I live on VOCNation.com Wednesday nights at 9.30 Eastern Time or listen to the podcast by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. Stadium Journey, the worldwide leader in stadium reviews for the traveling sports fan, is proud to present the Stadium Journey podcast on VOC Nation. Join us as we talk with prominent figures from around the sports world to discuss issues pertaining to sports travel and stadiums around the globe. New episodes air on VOC Nation Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Join Paul Baker, Dave Cartney, Mark Viquez, Dan Calachico, and guests from throughout the sports world on the Stadium Journey podcast on VOC Nation. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week. Talking dream matches. Taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. Rock and Roll Union and North Step Productions, in conjunction with Blu Ray Atlantic City, proudly present Jersey Shore Jam 2. May 15th, featuring As We Become Ghosts and Rat Rod. It's been a long, cold winter, and now it's time to rock. Also appearing, the Rock and Roll Union house band Shades of Grey, playing all of your favorites from the 60s to now. All COVID regulations will be in place. Tickets are available at eventsbrite.com and are extremely limited, so get them before they run out. Doors open at 6 and showtime is at 7. Rat Rod, As We Become Ghosts, and Shades of Grey. Jersey Shore Jam 2, May 15th at Boo Ray, 201 South New York Avenue, Atlantic City. Did I mention there's free parking? Don't miss it. Yo, this is Jerry Stein of the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs here. Yeah, you get ready to get nasty. Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby, because it's about to get nasty all around and up in this mother. Get ready. Nasty Sensation is coming at you. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. I'm going to introduce you now, the two men who are undoubtedly the greatest combination in all of wrestling, the men who will roll over the rock and rollers. Lover boy, Genesis, beautiful Bobby the Midnight Express. 
Welcome back, everyone, to WCW Retro. Papa Stroh here to Maestro Wrestling. And this is the Midnight Express night. Talking Midnight Express all, all throughout the night here on WCW Retro, man. Uh, great memories and good times. And classic moments of the Midnight Express with Jim Cornette. Uh, and uh, anytime you guys want to call in and give your favorite Midnight Express moment or uh, memory, Feel free to do so at 914-338-1885. Once again, this number is 914-338-1885. And let's get to the caller, shall we? Oh, wait. 843 area code. Here we go. Welcome to WCW Retro. Hey, Papa Stro, What's up, buddy? <laughs> That's amazing, Velvet. Welcome back, brother. How you doing? I am here, yeah. Um, I'm hanging in there. A little rough, but I'm hanging in there. Oh man, yeah, uh, I hope you, or things are going good your way, man. Uh, they're they're going. <laughs> they're like going. They're well, going. hey, that's, yeah, that's a good sign. That's always a good. Sign. It is. <laughs> it is. It is. It is. Yeah, man, great. Glad you could join us, brother. And we're talking Midnight yeah. Express tonight, man. I know. I know. I I don't know how you feel about Randy Rhodes. But I met Randy Rhodes at the Gulf Coast reunion with Susan about I don't know, probably ten years ago. Yeah, and uh, he was a jerk, man. He oh, was really he? nasty. <laughs> I'm like, dude, it's a reunion. I mean, you know, I I I didn't really get to know him well as I did the other other members that have been experts. Right. Right. Um, I, I mean, I mean, he was he was he was okay to me, but yeah, I did, I wasn't really as close to him as I was like Dennis and Bobby and Stan and Bobby and Jim, right? Stan, right, right. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, I think I think he when they moved from where they were where they formed and they went to Mid South. Yeah. And they changed. They pulled Randy out and put beautiful Bobby in. I think. He was just mad ever since then. But the problem was, it was a from what I understand, it was a contractual thing. They weren't really right. under contract. He was under contract where he was at, and he had to fulfill his time there. And they yeah. went on and, and did their business. And I guess he's bitter about it. But you can't be, dude. You signed a contract, <laughs> you know, right. for that territory. Or uh, for Boy, those Bill Watts, they were, man, they were on fire. Oh my God. Oh, absolutely. They, they, they took Absolutely. off, man. <laughs> and then, and then I'm sure it wasn't. I know Dennis was getting older, and that's why they brought mm-hmm. in Sweet Stan Lane. But you know, it, I think probably things could have gone better in that aspect too. But we don't know all. I don't know any of that situation. I know that what you've heard over the years and read in the magazines that there was heat and this and that. But you know, who knows? Who knows what went down? <laughs> oh yeah, but you know. Uh, with Dennis and Stan, with Bobby, man, I mean, what? Gosh, two great combinations. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. Bobby had the Bobby had the best of all worlds in that situation. He had great. Partners. Oh man. Yeah. He, mm-hmm. he had a hell of a mic. He had a hell of a mic guy and Cornette. I mean, right. They wrestled. They wrestled every big tag team there ever was in the business. I mean, you mm-hmm. could, we could throw out names of tag teams till we turn blue in the face, and they probably right. wrestled every one of them. You know, yeah, one, mean, they're one of the smoothest it, teams I've ever been to ring with, man. Oh yeah, them and the, them and the rock they and look, roll, man. Their yeah. timing was impeccable. 
<laughs> exactly. Well, when you're when you're a tag team specialist, and I try to explain this to kids, you know, they think, oh, I can just be in a tag team with anybody. No, not necessarily. You know. Right. <laughs> you got And if you and if you get a partner, and you're gonna and you can gel well with that partner, then it, it probably will work out. But you got to work together. That's right. That's right. It's and, such and a, a lot lost of these art. Kids think, you know what I mean? It is. I love tag team wrestling. I really do. I did it for a long time. Oh, you always have. And yeah. then I was a, and then I was a single guy for a long time. But I mean, the tag team is what I started as, and mm-hmm. I loved it. So I mean, it it, it is and, a lost and, art, and it's it's fun. And, so, and they're in the midst of a tag team heaven at the time. I mean, the the '80s had such oh amazing. Oh my teams. God, the the Funks, the Briscoes. Slaughter and Canodal, uh, Steamboat Youngblood, uh, Wahoo and Valentine, and Wahoo and Paul Jones, and Wahoo and the Superstar. <laughs> right. I mean, think all these. I mean, but there's so many. You know, the Assassins. All, oh my gosh. The Road Warriors. Oh, the great. And and there and the Midnight Express was right in the midst of all those great teams. Oh, absolutely. I, I mean, they beat pretty much all of them. They've either defended or won titles against each and every one of those I just named, plus then some. I mean, right? God, and and, and look at look at Dennis. I mean, he was such a technician, uh, lover boy Dennis. Oh, yes, he was. He was. He was a ground and pound guy, but then you didn't know how technical he was until you got until you actually watched. Right. You know, you watch. You have to pay attention when Dennis was in the ring. Everybody like says. Well, he was this and that. No, no, no. You're right. You're absolutely correct. He was the technician of the group. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and, and Stan uh, Stan yeah. was already tag team specialist, uh, teaming with uh, Steve with Kern. Steve the Kern. Ones. Yep. Oh, and with great another great team. Too. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh. Talk about talk about chemistry and smooth. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> right. And who? who mm, that's and, a whole other show. Who would have thought Ric Flair <laughs> would discover Stan Lane? As a lifeguard in the beach, Myrtle Beach. Right. <laughs> exactly. Oh, exactly. My God. I think it was a mutual thing because I've heard stories that Flair would go lay on the beach with a, a bag over his head because he was bleaching his hair. <laughs> He'd be laying on the mm. beach, and that's how he met him. Yeah. That's how he met Stan Lane. There's a club in Charlotte years ago called Plum Crazy. That all, all the boys yeah. go to, to like hang out and chill, yep. right? And and Stan was like legendary down there. They called him Stan the Man Lane because he would like get on the dance floor and just shake it up with everybody, man. <laughs> dance his butt off. That's funny. Uh, oh yeah, man. I, I've, I've been there a I few think, times. And, yeah, it was I, crazy. I think there's a guy that uh, uh, he was a he, he was a independent wrestler. Uh, I think he was a was a bounce was a bouncer there was a God was it Shane Nichols? I think Shane Nichols right right plum, plum crazy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Man, let me, let me tell you something. I love that cat, even though he's pretty much legally blind and he had his foot crushed at work about mm-hmm. nine months ago. Uh, when I met him at Eagles, Man. I met right. him at Eagles, and he was and he was he was a uh, pit. He was something pit bull. Right, and he uh-huh. had this. He had the single. He had the, he had a black and white singlet on, and uh, I remember we had a triple threat match, and 
we went up. I I compared him to Angle and Benoit because of the way he was a, such <clears> a technician in the ring. He right. The other cat, the other cat didn't come, made a late entrance to the to the to the to the match when he and I started the match. Yeah. And he was belly to belly in me and uh, T-bone suplexes and we were tearing it up, man. And then this, <laughs> then this awesome. cat, then this cat comes out and he's like, "What?" He, and then he 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 botched some spots, so he took him, Shane just beat the crap out of him. Anyway, make a long story short, we go in the back. He's waiting for him at the curtain. The deck, Shane's waiting for this cat to come to the curtain. And uh, he said he did. And Jay talked him out of it. He goes, hey, Bo, don't be doing that back here. So he gets him back in the oh, back. Jesus. And, uh, and they had a little talk. But uh, he said, he told you oh, next time, he goes, you just he goes, you just put me with Velvet because we were tearing <laughs> it up. And you sent that, you sent him out there late. You held him back. Yeah, that's on you. <laughs> it was well, so funny. You know, Bobby Eaton's got to be like one of the nicest guys in the entire business. Oh, I, him and Steamboat are like neck to neck. Steamboat, thank you. I was going to um, say Steamboat, yep. Ironically, two of the most smoothest guys I've ever been in the ring with, too. My God. I mean, I mean, they they, they make wrestling never, an art form. I never, I never Unbelievable. had a, for, I was not fortunate enough to be in a ring with both of the, either one of them, but I have talked to both of them, and I have to say, absolutely, Bobby and <laughs> beautiful Bobby was so nice, man. Yeah, and, and funny, he's always got a bag of candy funny. with him in the back. Yeah. He's got a bag of candy with him in the back. I always would get some butterscotch when we always had some like butterscotch <laughs> whenever I'd see him. <laughs> what does three like of a dude, man? Yeah. He used to like telling stories of uh, of Jim Cornette. And Cornette would say, Stop lying about me and then he would tell people, I ain't lying <laughs> one time I was sitting in the back with him and uh, one of the younger guys asked uh, Bobby Eaton who trained him, right? And um, Bobby Uh-oh. Eaton is he said, You don't know? It was my partner, Dennis Condry. And, and you see Dennis hiding in the corner looking at me, about to just bust up and laughing. By the way. Oh, man. Those guys are great. That's oh, so my funny. God. Bobby's yeah. great, though. <laughs> he was a trip, Oh, man. unbelievable. Hey, we got Mr. Hollywood yeah. on the line. Mr. Hollywood. All right. Mr. Hollywood. How you doing, um, how you doing Papa Show, my show, and uh, all my friends on the line? I hope everybody's doing okay. <laughs> Yeah. We're doing great, man. Good to have you, man. It's Midnight Express night, brother. Oh, man. I tell you what. The Midnight Express. I remember when the Midnight Express beat the Rockwell Express with the uh, NWA World Tag Team titles. That was that man, was what a feud. Their feud lasted for years. I think they're still going mm-hmm. with their feud. They're probably still going <laughs> on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm going to say you're probably right. And I'm going to tell you, we look at, uh, right. at Jim Cornette when I was a kid. I couldn't stand him. I hated him, Courtney. I hated him. But as I'm older, you know, as I'm He's as very I'm, good at his I'm, job, that's for sure. Jimmy Cornette was. He's yes, very good. He just, he just yes. lets me know that, you know, that Jim Cornette, people like that, I mean, if you, were, if you were to take him out of the equation, it would be a different ball game. Oh, absolutely. It, it, oh, yeah. That's why I said again, we look at professional wrestling. If you take... You got you got to have the bad villains. You got to have the villains. You got to have the bad guys. I mean, because without the Absolutely. villains and the bad guys, the the good guys wouldn't have a purpose. You're right about that. And you know what? I don't think I don't think the Rock and Roll Express. They've said many times they they owe a lot of their success to their feud with the Midnight Express. 
You know, if it, exactly. you can have the yin without the yang, you know what I mean? Exactly. I mean, like I said, that's why I say you got to tell when you, when you talk about him putting the minute in the express, I mean, they were definitely a major factor. I mean, because like I said, if it wasn't for, for the midnight of the Jim Cornette, I can't forget about Big Bubba Rogers. Um, yeah, I mean, and, and that's Rogers. another star that they helped make, uh, Big Bubba, man. Yeah, Later on, yeah. Big Boss Man. Yeah, exactly. Right. You know, he, um, yeah, Jim Cornette had that big bodyguard. Man, I mean, so, definitely, like I said, you know, yeah, it wasn't for them, you know, the, the Rock and Roll Express wouldn't have just just been here. Right. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And, and Cornette's like an encyclopedia, man. He can tell you house show figures from back in the day. He's got, like, check check stubs he, that the Men Express are in different house show events. And, man, <laughs> it's crazy the memorabilia he's got, man. Wow. Yeah, he was, he was, um, he was, um, he was, I, I a, he wish was he had great... to win his wind when he talks, man, because that dude could, he just ramble on and on. I don't see how he does it. I know, man. Like, <laughs> yes, he I can. mean, like the Energizer Bunny. <laughs> right? Um, yeah, I mean, he was, and Jim Cornette, he was, he was truly an entertainer. He was, I mean, he kept that crowd riled <laughs> up, you mean? <laughs> yes, sir. He can, he can swing that racket, too, man. He, I've seen, oh, seen yeah. smack quite a few cats of that thing. <laughs> like, wow. <laughs> Yeah, he definitely put it to use for sure. And we're talking about yeah. you know the, the combinations of with uh, like Bobby Dennis and yeah. Bobby and Stan and um and and oh my God, uh, you're right. Randy. I mean, it's just it great Grandy Rose and yeah. Right. And then uh, well, there there was another form. There's there's another form of the Midnight Express in WWE, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't even want to go there. Oh, yeah. No. That's not the Midnight Express. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know you what that it, was. In, <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> it was a little gross negligence, maybe. <laughs> right. Right. I, mean, I, know, I like man. the guys involved. I mean, don't get me wrong, Bob Holly. Yeah. I, I think he's great, and if it, it just yeah, but they wasn't, you know, Midnight Express. Right. No, they weren't. <laughs> it wasn't. No, they exactly. Wasn't. No, they weren't in that express. And Stan Lane, I mean, Stan Lane, am I saying his name right? Stan Lane. Yeah, Stan Lane. Yeah. I'm saying he, he, I mean, like him, I mean, he really took, he really took the Midnight Express to another level. He really did, in my opinion. Oh, yeah, he brought the, he brought the charisma. Stan yeah, Lane had a lot Yeah, of he brought the charisma. Yeah, he did. He brought the swag to the Midnight Express. I mean, he made him look cool, you know what I mean? And, and he was a, he's a heck of a dancer too, man. I was telling about how he, this nightclub in Charlotte called Plum Crazy <laughs> to like tear it up. Wow, I didn't know that. <laughs> oh yeah, I didn't know that. <sighs> Sweet Stanley. <laughs> yep, that was his name. He made I mean, he made him. He made him that express look cool. I mean, he, he gave him that cool swag look. Right, right. He really oh yeah. He really did. You know, because you know, uh, you know like I think. Uh, boy, I'm sorry. Uh huh. No, go ahead. But I was saying, like, you no, know, the other guy was named, didn't the other guy was named Dennis, right? Dennis Corley or something? Dennis Condry. Lovable Dennis. Dennis Condry. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah, sir. He kind of he put, uh, Dennis, he kind of put me in the mind of Ole Anderson you mean, on that on that level. You know what I mean? Yeah, he was like more the technician, the rugged technician of, of the yeah, exactly. yeah, he was rough. him and Bobby. Rough. He was, yeah, he was rough. You know what I mean? So, yeah, you're right. But, yeah, that was um, – he was he, he was the he was the glue though. I think he really was the glue in the beginning. He kept that thing going, yeah, rolling. Mm-hmm. He did. You, know, you could count on him. 
you could count on him. He did. He wasn't injured a lot. You know, he he was a steady professional through his whole career. So I mean, you can't. I mean, you can't. You can't discredit anything he ever did. I mean, he's True. a great worker. Right. So, right. and I'd, I would love the the promos that Cornette and Dusty Rhodes would go back and forth when they were feuding with Dusty and Magnum. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. Classic. <laughs> that, was, that was something. Classic. Yeah, you got to love that. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I'm, he'll, so and much mention, I'm sorry. Yeah. No, go ahead. Great. Yeah, another thing pops up, you know, I'm the thing that I found real shocking when the Midnight Express took on the Four Horsemen, was calling them out. You remember that? Yeah, the match they had with Flair and Barry Wyndham. Yeah, they called the Horsemen. Champions. Out. Yeah. I yeah. couldn't believe that. That's I was right. Shocked. And seeing JJ and Cornette go at it, that was that was pretty wild. That was because at the time they're <laughs> two two heel managers like going at it, man. That was. <laughs> I wish Tilly and Arn would have stuck around a little longer to have their feud mean that much more than Midnight Express because they just got started with it when Tilly and Arn left, if you recall, and went to yeah, WWE they, with the Brain Bus. WWE, yeah. 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 That would right. hot, though. That would. I agree. Absolutely. I totally agree. Gosh. Absolutely. Good stuff. And. And they had some good matches with the Fantastics. Uh, wow, I didn't know that. It. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Bobby Fulton and Tommy Rogers. Right. Yeah, I didn't know right, that. Right, baby. Yes, sir. And, they, remember, and remember the feud they had with the Dynamic Dudes where Cornette uh, oh, was trying to... Oh, Dynamic uh, Dudes, that was great. <laughs> to, to choose which team he was going to manage. And then that, uh-huh. they pulled yep. a big swerve. That was funny, yeah. dude. That was great. <laughs> that was. But I think the finish was Bobby tried to hit. Uh, I think it was Bobby Fulton with the chain, and uh, and Cornette Cornette was telling Bobby Fulton, "Hey, hey, look, he's trying to hit you with the chain," and then he turns around to face. <laughs> Bobby Eaton and the Cornet smashed him behind with the tennis racket. Oh my God! <laughs> Ch- typical, typical, typical. Oh my God! Typical. <laughs> oh gosh, classic. <laughs> um, yep. But the tag team, oh, great. tag team wrestling back then was so red hot, man. My God. It was. It really was. You're right, my my sir. It really, it really was. It was. It was like out of sight. It really was. Oh yeah. So many, so many good Absolutely. teams, you know. Yep, I mean it was outstanding. Just, just, just great stuff. I mean NWA and wrestling. I'm, NWA was off the chain. Oh gosh, it was just amazing. Oh yeah. I, I remember uh, Cornette. There would was sometimes he would do commentary with Tony Schiavone doing World Championship Wrestling every now and then, and they were there doing this uh, the hype videos to hype up the show that night, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, Cornette was saying something about <laughs> the show was going to be so hot it'd be like the space shuttle catching on fire. <laughs> he, he, said, he said, he said, he said, he said the cameras sank to the ground, and and Dusty Dusty came out of his skirt and puts his arm around him. He said, "Hey kid, 
We can't be talking about no rockets that blowing up on TV, baby. <laughs> it was just, you know, oh yeah! Oh man! That what a great story! That's one that for the rockets, sure. Story. That's one for the rockets. Yeah, Cornette was something else, man. That's a, he started out as a photographer, actually, and you, and Lawler brought him on the Memphis TV. Jerry Lawler wow, was at the King. Wow. Wow. And then he did where uh, Terry Funk, I think uh, Terry Funk uh, stripped his pants, pulled his pants down. <laughs> what? I think he was on the Memphis TV. That guy wasn't pretty That's funny. Couldn't have been. Couldn't have been. Oh, man. It, it was either Terry or Jerry Lawler, but I know Lawler and Funk were like feuding at the time in Memphis, and somehow Cornette got involved, and he got his uh, pants ripped. <laughs> wow, that's wow. Uh, classic. That's yeah, Cornette was a character. He was really truly a character. Oh my gosh! Yeah, he was. He was I, I I had such a blast with him in Smoky Mountain Wrestling when he was there. Oh my gosh! Wow. It, it was great because now, now you treat the, you would treat the guys great, you know what I mean? The boys you treat like gold, but man, he, I remember he would give those production people heck. We would we would put our ears to the wall and hear Cornette <laughs> fuss them out, and I mean wow. he managed me one time, right? And yeah. uh, I'm going to ring, and the cameraman, he, the cameraman did something, and he, he looked at the cameraman and said, "What do you think these things are, Tonka toys?" <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to keep it serious. I'm, I'm like corporate right. so hard, man. Trying to keep him busted laughing. Oh my god, that's funny. Holy cow! Mercy. Oh wow, that's great. I, I could. I mean, I could. You know, I mean, I could. I couldn't have been there. Like, if I was a wrestler, I, I couldn't have been in the ring with Jim Cornette in the midst because I probably would have busted out laughing. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. I couldn't have kept a straight face. That's why whenever he would talk, he just talks for his team because, I mean, gosh, he he pretty much says all needs to be said. He just stand stand behind him like, just like, yeah, you know, whatever you say, Jimmy. (laughs) Right? Whatever you say, buddy, keep going. That's it, man. Oh, my God. You know what, Mike, the more I think about it, I'm trying to think, did they ever, like, when they were, like, like the interviews, um, I think Jim Cornette did all the talking, right? Pretty much. I mean, he will let yeah, Stan right. every now and then say a few words, but I think he just likes Stan's voice because Stan's got like voice for radio. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> You're right. You're right. But Bobby yeah, just nods his head. You know, like whatever Jimmy you tell him. <laughs> yeah, he didn't say he didn't say too much. He was he was kind of quiet. Yeah, he's definitely, he's definitely kind of quiet. Uh-uh. Arn and Tully had a face off uh-uh. with the Midnight Express. Them and JJ with the uh, Midnight Express and Cornette. And Bobby wow. starts to go off on Tully. <laughs> and, and Tully says, well, wait a minute. You never talk. Why are you talking? <laughs> like, oh, my God. Oh, wow. It was classic. <laughs> yeah. The banner back and forth was just hilarious. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, Horseman had their handfuls with them. Oh, Horseman yeah. had their handfuls uh, with the men in the I, mean, I remember that. I remember that. Yeah, it was so crazy. weird at one point when they were like wow. fan favorites. You know, I mean, remember when they were fan favorites at one point? That was so weird seeing the mix. I remember that. Yeah, I remember that. The baby faces. Yeah. 
Yeah, I remember that. And I Cornette, couldn't believe that. Cornette actually high fiving people to the ring with the Men Express. Oh my God. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe that. I was really I found that quite shocking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's so well. Yeah. <laughs> oh, very good times, man. Um but I mean I Men Express great and matter of fact what I liked about them, um they had that mentality like uh Terry Funk and the Flares and the Steamboats. They would make anybody they're in the ring with look good. You know what I mean? They didn't True. believe in demeaning nobody. Yeah. I mean, they like you. You would come out a better wrestler. True. With you know, facing the next wrestler, flair. Right. You know what I'm exactly. saying? Right. Right. Like absolutely. I've, I've seen them had good matches with like the state patrol and different teams mm. that normally don't get that much uh, camaraderie. You know what I mean? Well, and true. make them make them look like stars, man. I mean. But back yep. in the day, that's the way we worked. I mean, we we made right. anybody in the ring with look like stars. You know, I mean, that's True. the way we were brought up. You know. True. You're right. Exactly. True. Like they didn't believe in like oh. enhancement talent or anything like that. You know, they. You know, because you know, first of all, back then, I didn't we, like that. Yeah, I didn't like John. Yeah. I didn't like all that stuff here because let me tell you something. They trained just as hard as anybody else to be on that TV show, and they were on that TV show for a reason. They could True. work. Exactly. If they couldn't work, if they couldn't work, they wouldn't have been on the program. True. You're right. And you know, Rick, Flair, Rick Flair and Terry Funk. Rick Flair and Terry Funk said the very same thing when they're, they're yep. when some of their interviews that you know because and and to be honest with you, the enhancement talent back then would have been main eventers today. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Yeah. No, I You're right. event today, man. You're right. Oh, absolutely. You're right. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. I mean, because they were good. Oh my yeah, god, they were good. Was a lot of them were. A lot of them were. Yes, a lot of them were great. A lot of. Them. I mean, look, look. We look at Mike Jackson, the Alabama junior heavyweight champion. That that man's still going. He's still working. At seventy, wow. I saw him He's... walking the ropes. <laughs> Yeah, wow, that's crazy. Like Undertaker, he took only better. He took a, yeah, he took a bump at seventy two. He got clothesline and took the bump. I went, wait a minute, he's seventy and took the bump. I was like, holy cow! It's amazing, man. Right? It is right. amazing. He's right. amazing. Yeah. Crazy. Yes, it and, is. And and and, and he can outwork anybody. Well, wow, I, I, I think they get. I I don't know the outwork everybody thing they gave the Christian. I. I think they should have gave it to Mike Jackson. Mike Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> right? Wow, you know, that guy's he, amazing. He should come out with a shirt. He should come out with a shirt that says, you may outwork everybody, but I'm still working. Wow. That's what that should be. <laughs> Man. That'd that's be a great that's shirt. inspiration right up, there, brother. Yes, sir. Show up on <laughs> AEW with that shirt to be funny. <laughs> oh, man. He can probably help those kids out. Oh, no, no doubt. Hands no down, doubt. hands down. Problem is, do they want to learn? That's the only problem. And they're not oh, pushing yeah. the envelope with helping anybody either. So it's like mm, you got a lot of talent you sign, and they need ring time. You should be putting them in the in the gym and working them out. True. I feel True. like all the gangs that got there now. I feel like I'm watching the Warriors remake. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the film with the Warriors and all the You're gangs. Right. Remember that? Yeah, the Warriors. Yep. That's AEW now. Yeah, they all came like oh, gang warfare. God. Yeah, it is gang <laughs> warfare because everybody wants to have a faction or a clique. Man, gotta have this. Gotta have. Oh my god. 
stop it. Q- QT Marshall's <laughs> got a gang now of his students. Yeah. Um, he's got yeah, the elite. And then you got, got the inner circle, pinnacle. Inner circle, pinnacle. You got the Lucha got Brothers that. tag team they're do, thing they're doing. And yeah. then you got, what's the other one? Oh, and um, what's the other one? Uh, the, uh, the Dark <laughs> Order. You still Dark got them. <laughs> yeah. You got a. Oh, uh, my gosh. I've lost track. Best. Yeah, best friends got a little best group. friends. Yeah, and then Miro, Miro, and that and that Penelope Ford, and that other dude, they got a little thing going on. Oh my God! Yeah, you're right. There's too many. Too many. Lord, I, I can't keep up with them all. Yeah, I, <laughs> I'm, surprised, I'm surprised. I, I'm surprised they named that many. To be honest with you, <laughs> that's, that's, you did better than me, brother. Yeah, right. Jesus, crazy. Yeah. I, I might, I, you know, it makes me wonder if my next. Go ahead, man. Yeah, I might. I might have called tonight myself. But, um, I was, um, I'm glad I was able to call in. Um, I enjoyed the podcast tonight. Um, I just want to say, Maestro, I love you, brother. Truly love you, brother. Love you too, brother. Thank you for calling in, man. Yeah, man. Call me anytime. And all you guys, all, all you guys, I love you guys. Too. I love you guys. So I enjoy calling in. All right, in, man. Um, WCW Retro with the Stroke. All right. Now, uh, yeah, thank take you. Care, That's Mr. Hollywood, care. everybody. You too, now. Take care. Take care. Take care, Mr. my brother. Take care, brother. Oh yeah, you WCW too, Retro. <laughs> the only way to oh, go. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's it, man. All right, y'all take y'all take care. All right, man. All right, all right. You too, brother. Bye bye. We're gonna get we're gonna get Mr. Hollywood some intro music so when he calls in we can play yeah, it. Right. Exactly. That'd be really cool. That. <laughs> I'm gonna, well, I, that'll be my project for next week. Next, Mr. Hollywood, there next time you call in, I'll give you some. Hook you up, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh my yeah. goodness! Oh my! But yeah, gosh, well, man, let, can you imagine could, what the Mid Express could do do for teams of today? Oh yeah, and you know it would been great. Some great, um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, ma- uh, what do you call it? Some matches, some dream matches. I got two right off the yeah. A the young the young bucks against any combination of the Midnight Express, and FTR mm-hmm. against any combination, and FTR against. Oh the wow! Press. I think that'd be awesome. Can you imagine? Yes. I mean, mm. it's. I would. Lo- I could see it happening in my mind, and like, man, I wish we could have seen that in real life. <laughs> oh, you know, I gosh, I oh. wish it makes me. Wish Cornette was in AEW right now. Can you imagine him and Midnight Express doing a thing there? Oh, oh man, yeah. it'd be awesome. Oh, you know what? He'd shut everybody down with his promos. Well, he, he, would. Would shut Jer- <laughs> he would even shut Jericho up for a minute. <laughs> oh, gosh. That would be gold. Oh, my. <laughs> Cornette and Jericho. <laughs> I would love to see that. Let them have a little promo spot. That would be great. <laughs> right, you know that's the thing about Tully Blanchard, man. I wish they would give him more heat, man, because that dude can get heat talking like nobody's business. Yes, he can. You know what? I don't know that if that's particularly if they just cut that or or, or if he had any say so in that. I don't know, but I agree with you. Yeah. He should have way more mic time. I mean, they got MJF, who's going to be the mic guy now. I get that. Oh, he's amazing. But you know what? Yeah, those guys, yeah, he is. But those guys also be able, need to be able to speak as well. Like FTR and them can speak. 
you know, Wardlow can't, and neither can uh, Sean Spears, which I'm still not sold on Sean Spears. I think he's got to go, but anyway. At least mm-hmm. if they don't get rid of him, I'm not saying get rid of him altogether. I'm just saying just get rid of him out of the pinnacle. He, do, just does, he doesn't look right being in that group. So, anyway, yeah. that's just me. But, uh, that's just me. Oh, yeah. Um, you put him with somebody else as a tag team, maybe you get something out of it. Maybe you get some gold out of that. But, you know, I don't But as far as the Midnight Express, could you imagine the Midnight Express standing in the middle of the ring? You got a big Bubba Rogers standing behind him. You know, yeah. you got, and you got Cornette on the mic, and the pinnacle comes out, and... Uh, uh, MJF gets in his face and Cornette just slaps the piss out of him. It would be so good. <laughs> My God, the promos uh, back and forth between MJF and Cornette would be gold. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So I, much gold. But you know what? But you know, Cornette can't. You know what? I, Cornette's so bitter about the business and he just wants to. I mean, he's burnt so many bridges with his mouth. I mean. I don't think anybody would give him a, another shot, to be honest with you. And I don't think he really wants it. I think he's good. He's got his podcast. He does his thing, you know. I don't know. God, his podcast you never is so say popular. Never it's unbelievable. It is. And, but, you, <laughs> so, but you know oh, as well as anything, never say never in this business. So, right. Yeah, you never oh, say gosh. never. Somebody might come up to him one day when they start getting back out into the, the arenas. You never know who he might show up. <laughs> you know, oh, yeah, he that, might be that, waiting for them to go true. live crowd again. You know what I'm saying? They start moving around and they get live crowds. You never know. Never know. And it's a, that's one thing, like with the pinnacle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like the pinnacle, for example, I, I, I truly feel they should have more heat than they do. I, I really do. Because I, I think the worst we, mistake they made is, and let, is let the inner circle beat the hell out of them in the backstage segment. Correct. That was the worst I agree. They could ever that, done. Killed all their. If heat. they want to be the right, it did. If they want them to be the biggest heel faction, they have to. They have to do. They have. Well, only that they have to let Tully Blanchard talk and FTR talk. They got to do that. The other two don't need to talk. You know, you right. can open or close with MJF. Doesn't matter, but let them speak too. You know, if you're going to have a yeah, seven yeah, t- minute t- totally promo, MJF. I'm totally agree. Yeah. Right. But if they don't have a seven-minute promo and you only got one person talking, it kind of gets a little lengthy. But you got all them people standing behind you doing absolutely nothing. Let them speak. I mean, if the promo I mean, if I corn that match me, shoot, man. Jimmy, take it away. <laughs> exactly. Oh, I wouldn't say a word. Absolutely. Right? But I'm just saying, MJF is a wrestler like the rest of them. Yes, he's got great mic skills, and he's only 25 years old. We give him all the kudos. Right. But Bless these him. guys behind you are veterans, and, you know, veterans mm-hmm. have that opportunity as well. That's all I'm saying. I agree right. with you on that part. You know? Right, of course. But, but yeah. I mean, can you imagine I, yeah. if – yeah. No, no, go ahead. I'm just saying, could you imagine if, if Jim Cornette came in all by himself to AEW and he sits down next to Jim Ross and Tony Schiavone and they have one of their classic moments at the desk watching 
watching FTR against whoever. And he goes up to Tully Blanchard and goes, you're, you're, they're using you wrong, brother. You're washed up mold. If you don't stand up for yourself, somebody might snake your tag team like me. That would be great. He come in and oh, take yeah. FTR away from them. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. And it would be like the new Midnight Express against the Young Bucks, which they want to be the Rock and Roll Express, and they win the tag titles back with Jim Cornette in their corner. That would be awesome. See, I mean, don't get me wrong. I think Tully was great for the FTR, to be in FTR's corner. Oh, yeah. But I've, I've, I thought from the beginning that Cornette would have just been icing on the cake. He would be. He would be. And you know what? And, and like I said, never say never. Um, mm-hmm. I I just think he, I, I think Cornette, it's got to be a, a right situation. He still has heat with a lot of people in the business, and a lot of people don't like him. And you know what? Quit getting butt hurt. You know. Wonder why. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. He he makes he he butt hurts a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> he's 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 having a filter. He's he's too honest. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it's funny to listen to him sometimes. He's going, and what in the hell are you doing wearing that in the ring? I love it. Just anything, whatever it is. Like, oh, oh my yeah. <laughs> yeah. Too many. He hurts too many feelings. <laughs> hey, uh, well, Jim Ross is getting that way too. You hear him every now and then. Yeah. Crack a oh my God, he's, he's, he's the highlight the of AEW Dynamite, man. <laughs> when he shoots some people, it's hilarious. Yes, he does. He's like, here we go again. <laughs> I love when he starts. I'm not, if he says, "Here we go again," it's something coming. <laughs> <laughs> Another flip. <laughs> Another dive. <laughs> right. Another dive. <laughs> And, and I love these he jokes, he, he, these puns. He get, every now and then he, yes. he slips in, you know. <laughs> yes, he does. He's funny. Oh, he kills me. My God, how many Good. super kicks can he take in a match? <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! He's like, well, I thought it was over. He kicked out. <laughs> he kicked out. <laughs> Again. But, God, can you imagine what yeah. the teams of day could learn from teams like the Midnight Express nowadays? Oh, dude, yeah. Uh, it, it, the knowledge, it, the technique of being a tag team specialist, like you said earlier, is a dying art, and it is. And, you know, they're trying to do something that, at AEW. They got tag teams, but... The really yeah. good ones are maybe two or three, okay? And they they got maybe ten tag teams at this point. But there's two or three that are actually, like, FTR would be number one in my book at AEW, hands down. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, they, got, they got tag teams, but I think, I, I think they need actual work. I think they need to go back to the basics. And and break it back down and build it back up, and I I really think that like like that top flight those kids are t- 19 and 20 years old, great they yeah have a long future ahead of them but they're green, let them get some seasoning either back on the indies or at the monster factory and have them work tag team matches all the time work 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 right teach them you 
know, and I think that's what's missing because I know QT is so busy between the Monster Factory and doing everything he does behind the scenes. and Get somebody right. in there and help him out. Give him a right-hand man that can do that. That's You know, you got people. You got Mike Lynn. I mean, Jerry Lynn. You got Dean Malenko. You got Arn Anderson and Tully Blanchard. They should be going there at least once or twice a week and go, all right, this is what we're doing. You know, right. get them going. And I just don't think yeah, it's exactly. happening. You know, I don't think it's happening. See, that, that's one of the I mean, these companies that, that, that hire veterans of the business like that. It's like, gosh, and you think they should be taking advantage of their knowledge to help out some of the talent. No, and you would think that would be the given. But sometimes, you know what? So it, it, you know what I mean? They can. It can be burned out from having to do that because they did it a lot, a lot of years. But why, then, if that's the case, then you shouldn't be holding the spot for you know when somebody else can come in and, and help. You know, if you're just there to make a paycheck, then you're not helping. Um, if you're just want, there to be on air talent, and that's it. I mean, come on, you're not helping anybody. Um, but I think you know, I think it's a it's a tragedy. And a, and a travesty to like younger the younger generation who are bad because they're bad because nobody's taking them under the wing to make them better and smarten them up and work with yeah, them. Yeah, it's not their and fault. And I think that's a you travesty. I mean? yeah. No, it's not their fault. Right. Exactly. I mean, you. I've seen some. There's there's a big guy that's on AEW hurt Cody, and then Hangman Adam Page beat the crap out of him like a couple of weeks ago, and. He is green as can be. If, if you put him on a major television show right now when he's still green and doesn't know a lot, it, that that's not good business in my in my thing, you know. And you're giving him spots he can't do. It doesn't make sense to me. But you know what do I know? No, <laughs> oh, it's, it's anyway. true, brother. I mean, yeah. It, it, and that's it, tough it, because, you know, guys that don't have the experience, push. that's a tough spot for them to be in. You know what I mean? Well, it also, yeah, because it could, and the, it, it could make, give them sour grapes, and then they leave, and then they just filter out, and they fizzle out on the indies, or they, or they walk away from it, you know? Right. They could You know, I saw that happen to Renegade big thing. back in WCW. Oh, yeah. Renegade, Cause, exactly. Because he, mm-hmm. Exactly. He was. He, he got pushed so fast. He got you know all the stuff, and then all of a sudden it was over. It was gone. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. There's a lot of others that have that has happened too, but you know, it just that he's mm-hmm. he's probably the most prevalent that you just named out of all of them. Because right. he had a, he had a hot minute. He had a hot minute on TV now. Had a hot minute. On oh TV. yeah. And he you know he was doing what he had to do. But, you know, uh, that's another thing. When you're on the road five days out of the week and sometimes seven, all seven, you don't have time to take somebody under your wing and go, hey, come on. You know, we we can go get – we'll get in the ring after it's set up and work with them. And sometimes they just don't have the time to do it. There's not many road trips as there used to be (laughs) we can learn from. The road trips that like how we learn exactly. you know, getting the veterans. Yeah, we you know what I mean. We learned in the car. <laughs> we learned at the right. hotel. 
We learned when we got yes. to the arena early. We sat in mm-hmm. the locker room. See, this is the thing they need to do. And I try, I said this on my podcast. I said, listen, young people, please take don't take this the wrong way. Y'all need to do a, lo- a lot less of yapping your gums and a lot more listening when there's veterans around. Listen. Absolutely. That's all you got to do is listen. But all y'all want to do, see, it's the me culture. I don't, I don't, I call it the me culture in wrestling right now. It's all about me. I'm, I'm a superstar. Give me my money. Yeah. No, you're not. It's you not paid any dues, brother. It, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it used to be about family. You know, we look at how after each other. You know what I'm saying? Oh no. Help the, elevate each no, other. It's not. Yeah, and you know what? It. It. Unfortunately. Hopefully that'll come back full circle, and that will come back. I pray for that every day. Absolutely, yeah. You these wrestlers will wake up. <laughs> will wake up. Will wake up and realize, oh, wait a minute. We should have been listening to the veterans, and we should have been paying attention. Right. I just hope they wake up and they go and realize. I should have shut my mouth. I should have listened, and I should have worked harder. So you know, going you know, back to. Going back to Bobby Eaton, man, I've I've yeah. thought for you, as far as far as learning from somebody, I mean, he, I've I've had I've I've said this quite a few times. There's uh, there's a select few guys that some of the best working punches I ever seen. Um, there was like but- Hacksaw Butch Reed, uh, Jerry the King Lawler, and there's oh, Bobby. Yeah, Eaton. absolutely. <laughs> hey, amazing. That's a His class punches are right amazing, by itself, brother. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Uh, uh, the I'm, natural Butch Reed was was a natural. He got that right. because he took the wrestling so quick and so good, and he that's why he got the most oh, yeah. natural. I mean, think about it. He was they were grooming him to be the first uh, heavyweight champion, and then it ended up being technically Ron technically, technically he was, he's yes. uncrowned NWA World Champion because uh, he yes. he had a victory at one time. But it it wasn't like an official in the record books type thing, you know what I mean? <laughs> right. Exactly. I do. But I do remember that. Uncr- but, yeah, right. the mid south. But he was he was, he was huge right. in the mid south. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I he was good. I mean, he was he was a natural, and he he could do it all. He was a total package when it came to that. You know. Mm-hmm. I, I loved him. I loved and I loved it when they they became doomed. But him and Ron Oh, Doom, man. Awesome. Go, Heck of a tag. Awesome, too. Right. But, uh, yeah. I mean, but, yeah. But his like punches, said, man, to... were just a thing of beauty. Oh, my God. Butch Reed's punches were awesome. He's another one that uh, I think got, you know, he, he got a raw deal into his career. You know, they, they could <laughs> have taken better care of him. Uh-huh. Go ahead. Rick told me one time uh, he was uh, wrestling Butch Reed, and, you know, his punches are so good. Rick just said, hey, just keep punching me, brother. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Oh, man. Great stuff, That's man. That's good, though. But, yeah, you're right, man. Um, but, but Bobby, yeah. man, my God. I mean, tell him a guy you could learn from. Oh, absolutely. Yes. He's so so smooth. Everything he did. His chain wrestling was great. His 
his his high flying was great. His psychology was impeccable. I mean, you think about it. He Bobby Eaton was the consummate professional. Him and Dennis, him and Loverboy Dennis were were good. I do believe that he mm-hmm. got better with Stan with Stan Lane because Stan Lane was bigger than all of them. I think the tag team was better that way. But as far as a whole, if you ask me what form of the Midnight Express was the best, I would have to say Beautiful Bobby and Loverboy Dennis. That's yeah, just my yeah, opinion. They're, they're, I mean, yeah, they're, yeah, they they were they were solid. <laughs> very, oh yeah, you could count on. Like I said, you could count on them coming to being being where they needed to be. That you could count on them to work any tag team or any put together tag team and make them look good and keep going and and always you know I mean could you imagine if we counted all the, the titles they won between them and the Rock and Roll Express we'd probably be sitting here for about a week trying to figure that out <laughs> and, and, and Bobby he'll bump for anything my god I, oh, one time Bobby, in the back yeah. right I'm talking mm. I'm, we're getting ready for a show and Ricky Morton he elbows me, right? He said, watch this, man. And there was like some gym equipment, workout gym equipment mm-hmm. in the backward dressing, right? And <laughs> he swung like the, the handlebars to this, this machine, uh, work, workout machine, right? He, uh-huh. he, he pushed it over to Bobby, and, and it was still a pretty good way from Bobby, right? But Bobby saw it right? to, towards him. like, oh, God, he took the bump right to the floor. Like, oh, my God. messed up, man. <laughs> so messed up. But that's I mean Bobby's he's amazing, man. Oh, that... <laughs> he's a bumping machine, oh, man, I swear. Well, you know Great what? Stuff. when you when you can do yeah, when you can do that and do and work the way you work, I mean come on. Total total and, and like, communication that him and Dennis had, just like Ricky and Robert had. I mean they can like look at each other and know what spot or maneuver. Yep. They could do next. It was just awesome right. to witness. Oh yeah, they 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 had they had that chemistry that couldn't be couldn't be duplicated. Both of those teams, you couldn't duplicate that chemistry. No, you, know, and you, you can't try. really like mechanically learn that. You have to have to experience no. over time to. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was like well, I had that with well, I had that with Preston. As, as right. Tommy Feathers and Velvet, we had that. It was so much fun. We didn't talk about nothing. We just went out mm-hmm. and let's go. And people were like, what are we doing? Eh, just don't worry, but come on, we we got this. <laughs> and we call oh, it's the best, best way, way, like naturally, right? Call it, do your thing. Yeah, call it. Right. Yeah. And then we were, they were like, man, where'd y'all come up with that? We just thought of it. And one couple times, we didn't think of nothing. And and we were coming in and out, tagging in and out, and just doing our thing, man. They were like, y'all look so great. And I'm like, you know, we lost 90% of the time, and we didn't care. And money was still the same, brother. <laughs> so, right. you know, that's, I feel that, that's it. I feel that's how, the, how they were. They, they they didn't care. Money's still the same. Let's go. You know? Because if well, you're going to wrestle. Uh-huh. Good. No, no, no I, go I, ahead. You good. Uh, I was just gonna say no, they yeah. were comfortable with winning or losing. It didn't matter because that's not what the business is about. Like they do on AEW. Now we got wins and losses, but whatever. Go ahead. I, I was gonna follow up on that. It's like some of my best matches was nothing 
what I had a game plan for going in. <laughs> exactly. Not, listen, when you know somebody or you or you know their style and you and maybe you've worked them a few hundred times, maybe you only worked them a few times, but you got chemistry mm-hmm. and you don't have to worry about it and you're comfortable, why you got to have all this craziness? Because you don't. Let's go. You know? And, and I was it's, always it's not taught, even feed off anymore. the crowd. No. Right. At that point, no. Feed off the, I was always taught feed off the crowd. And we had this conversation that somebody asked me if I, uh, if, if Matt, if, if finishes got changed. I said, absolutely. Because of the crowd. I said, doesn't make sense if, if I'm going over. If you're getting all this great heat, you might as well go over. Mm-hmm. You know, call it, call it. And I, I've done that a couple of times where I've had to call that. Or, you know, the referee would ask, hey, he's getting all the heat. What do you think? You know, heck yeah. Don't bother me. <laughs> I'd rather see somebody who's getting the heat and the crowd is up in an uproar to have them go over and have mm-hmm. that heat versus right. everybody goes. You built to that point and then all of a sudden – Somebody else win. And you're like, wait a minute, that would be a letdown. I don't want them to have a letdown. I want them to be madder and all get up because <laughs> you won. Right. <laughs> oh, absolutely. You know, uh, you. It, it, I'm not trying to give away secrets, but <laughs> anyway, whatever. But it, 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 but yeah, yeah, I mean, you're like, yeah. Anyway, but I'm sure things had to change on the fly, and they have. You know, yeah, I'm sure you've had to do that, or you've been a part of it. I mean, oh, God, yes, many times. You can't, yeah, exactly. And, and, and that's why they were so good. That's why the Midnight mm-hmm. Kings were so good. And you could tell. Oh, yeah. And you could tell some certain times that you could hear the crowd and you know that you think, okay, you can think in your mind, like, okay, Rock and Roll Express is going over. And then all of a sudden they don't go over. You're like, oh, I didn't see that coming, you know, as a fan. You know, mm-hmm. back in the day when I was, you know, before I got into wrestling, I would say that I'm like, "Oh, uh, no, nah, they're not, they're not going to win." And then they win. You're like, "Wait a minute!" Then you hear the crowd and they throw and stuff, and it's not like, "Ah, oh, I get it now." <laughs> I remember after a match with Bobby Eaton one time, uh, come up and he was so pissed. Man, we should have done more. <laughs> like really, <laughs> <laughs> you know? But that's. But that's the way it was, you know. It's like you look, think back yeah. after the match is like, we're, we're we're like perfectionists, you know. We want to make it even better exactly. than we did, you know what I mean? So yeah, yeah, that's fun. That's good stuff, though. You know what? That but that says that that says a lot about both of your characters and both of your work because if he said that, then yeah, man, you know, absolutely, great stuff, great. Stuff. Yeah, he wanted me yeah. to belly to belly him <laughs> off the top. I gave him a belly to belly. Said, man, we should have done it off the top rope. Like, really. I was like, I'll write that down next time. Yeah, let me, yeah, let me, my let me put that in my notes here, right? Yeah. But uh, it, it was God. always great. My guy, it was always a night off every night with those guys, man. I swear. I can, uh, and, that, and I can only imagine what was going through their minds when they did the scaffold match, though. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Because it was never done before. It was That was a first, you know. First time anybody done anything like that, you know. And, mm-hmm. uh, uh, they had they had several. They had 
with the Rock and Roll Express. They have with, with the Road Warriors. You know, uh, they. You know, right. I, I can only imagine what they were thinking. You know, you know, on this. At the, you know, all right, we're gonna do the scaffold match, and we're. You know, I can only imagine what they were thinking after they got up that high. I'm like, oh. <laughs> and, and, and Cornette would bump this as much as everybody else. Yeah, was. he did. He'd get there and bump mm-hmm. with him. <laughs> like he's I think fool. he broke a rib one time. He was hanging from the from the scaffold, and I think oh, somebody stepped yeah. on that his, was his ankle and he fell. He bro- oh, yeah. his ankle. That's right. He broke his, he ankle. Broke his ankle. Yes. Ooh man. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. And he turns but, to he, but he falsetto. <laughs> yep. Bobby, Bobby, <laughs> get me out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God, that was rough. But, oh but you my know God, what? poor Cornette. And that's like J. It's like yeah, poor. Well, it's like JJ being in the um, War Games. He got. Oh, hurt. he took he the Doomsday device from the road. Yeah, he took the Doomsday ah, and ah. broke his rim. Oh, bless his heart. I, oh man, all, that was brutal. He was at that point. I would have never done that. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, he but, was right in the mix too. War Games. Yeah. And his old trunks on yeah. and everything. I know, right? <laughs> oh my gosh, that's like oh, that's, that's I watched great. today. I have to tell you, I tell you what I uh-huh. watched today. I watched, I watched. Uh, Bobby Heenan had to wrestle with King Kong Bundy and Big John Studd. He was managing, but he had to be in the match <laughs> oh, against man. against the big machine, the super machine, and the Piper machine, when Piper had the mask on as the machines. Yeah. Did you see that? Ever see that? <laughs> and yeah. he was walking around. So so when the referee was checking uh, Bundy and them, he pulled the mask up, and he was going, nah, 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 nah. And, and, and Bobby, he was going crazy. He goes, it's Piper. It's Piper. <laughs> and he turned around and had the mask on, and he, bow, he bowed at the referee. And then he bowed at his partner's. And then the referee turned oh back and he pulled it up and showed the showed the crowd his face. Oh, that's true. And tremendous. then halfway through the match, he finally takes the mask off and throws it out and then goes to town. <laughs> that's awesome. You know, Bobby Heenan was a I bumping machine, to... man. That dude could yeah, bump his back butt in the off. Day, yep. mm-hmm. and, and you know what? That's that's why I like him. Let me see. That's why I like. He wasn't he wasn't a great wrestler, but he was a bump machine. Jerry Hart was not a great wrestler. Great manager, Bobby Heenan. Great manager. Um, what was the other one? Um, uh, James A. Dillon, not a great wrestler. Mm-hmm. Great manager. He, all of them became better for being in the ring for later on when they became managers. And people don't understand that. I said, right. They don't have. I said they they did what they had to do. They wanted to wrestle. That was the first thing. But then they realized I have mm-hmm. mic skills. So when my rest in ring career is over, I can do this to stay in the business. And everyone oh, right. mastered that. Yeah, Captain Lou Albano too. Captain yeah, him too. Captain was a crazy right. wrestler though. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> I thought him and Brute Bernard would have been a great team. <laughs> yes. Oh, that'd be great. The classic. Doing them going nuts at the same time would have been awesome. I I just watched him in uh, Body Slam again here recently, the movie Body Slam oh, with Piper and Tonga yeah. Kid. Oh, man, what a great film that I, was. Tell me if you remember this movie. And mm-hmm. it has the guy who it has the guy who played 
uh, you had Michael Winslow from Police Academy. You had the the uh, uh, the ner- guy from Revenge of the Nerds, right? Um, and a couple other people. And I really, you need to answer this for me because if you're probably gonna have to go back and watch it. The movie was called Buy and Sell. It was had a Piper in it, and it was yes, okay. It, buy and sell. The buy, it was B U Y with the and symbol, and uh-huh. sell was C E L like a jail cell because they were in prison. And right. he turned them into stockbrokers, right? He turned all these people into stockbrokers. <laughs> there was a little <laughs> yeah. short dude. There was a little short dude in this movie, okay? That was just an extra. I don't think he had any speaking lines, but he was always in with the. the I thought that was Adrian Tree. But it doesn't have oh, him wow. listed on the cast. Doesn't have him listed mm. on the cast. But I really think if you go back, he's wearing a white, he's wearing a tank, white tank top, in all yeah. the scenes that you see him in. That you see him in when they're when they're when the prisoners are together. I'm gonna have to go if back you, and watch if you, that. Yeah. It's a 1988. It's a 1988 film. If you can find it okay. to watch it, you need to go back. But let me know if, that, if I'm right about that because I'm. I think I am. So you believe that's Adrian Street? Okay. Yeah, but it. Oh, I'm gonna go back and watch it. I because I never. I, I did. I forgot about the movie. Never watched it. I always meant to watch it. God, I watched and then it. I watched years. It. Oh my God. Yeah, I watched it two days ago, and I laughed so hard. I had such. And Piper was so big compared to all these. Yeah. Little, uh, people that were actors, he was just a giant. Right. But he was funny. He was a cowboy, and he was a, he was a, he was a cowboy man. It was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> He was. I, I watched uh, recently a Hell uh, Ghost of Frogtown with him in it. Hell oh Ghost yeah. Of Frogtown. I was, yeah. Yeah, I and in fact, it's him either. and the, the girl that was in Conan the Barbarian, the 20, uh, Conan's yep. girlfriend. Yep. Yeah, yep. she was in it too, and uh, yeah, yeah, that that was uh, that That's was interesting because awesome. he was like first post one of the last few men on Earth, and like the women yep. are trying to find men in the Earth, and Piper's like one of the <laughs> last yep. few guys. Oh man, <laughs> classic. Um, uh, hey, yeah, I'm gonna buy like, and sell, right? I'm gonna watch that. Yeah, buy and sell. You might, yeah. I like I said, it was, it was. I knew about it, and I had forgotten about it for years and years and years. It popped up on my, on my feed, on my TV, and I went, huh? And I said, Roddy Piper. I, I, first of all, I only had three people listed on the cast, so I went and Googled it, and I got. All the whole cast. I said, "Oh, that's cool. I'm gonna watch it then." So I watched it, and then I happened to see this little dude who was pretty good muscular at the time. And I looked at it, and I went, "Wait a minute. I hope I get to see him again." And about two scenes later, I see him again. And I went, "That's Adrian Street. It's gotta be." Oh man! So, when you see him, no, no, I really gotta go back and, and watch like, it. <laughs> you're gonna be like, "What?" I'm. I swear, because. It was now. I made I made a poor reference because I was trying to talk to somebody about somebody else about it. I said, I said, you know, he's about five seven. You know, he's not that much taller than that. Same thing with um. Right. Uh, I said um. Oh, who did I say? Dang, it. Ray the Crippler Stevens. And I said, oh, yeah, bad Ray reference. Stevens. My bad. <laughs> well, he was short, <laughs> and so was Bill Dundee. So was Bill Dundee. Right. But uh. Yeah, but, I, yeah, I remember that. But I really think that was him. And you know, if I'd have been able to get a hold of uh, Adrian, he probably would. He would have told me. 
But he, you know, he went back to England. He's no longer in Florida. He he went back to England. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I was wondering how Adrian's been, been doing these days. He's 80 years old, man. Wow. Still kicking. Still in good shape. Still kicking. That's awesome. Yeah. You always kept he in good shape. He, yeah, he did. He was always... Yeah, he had cancer when I met him 10 years ago when he was 70, and he didn't look like he had cancer. Wow. Dude, he was all buff. He was all buffed at 70. Telling wow. me about his workout regimen, his walk regimen, and everything he was doing. He didn't look sick, and he's still, 10 years later, he's still here. So that's great. That's awesome. That's great. Good for him. Yeah, yeah. That's that's amazing. But, uh, getting, <laughs> could you... I wonder. I wonder if they ever wrestled against Adrian Street. I have to look and see if the Midnight Express ever crossed paths with him. And anybody? <laughs> That's a good him. question. Um, I know at one time uh, Adrian Street and Jimmy Viant were actually partners. Believe it or not. Huh? They had, I knew they uh, feuded, Adrian but Street. Adrian Street briefly was a babyface, right? Okay. And he, uh, I, I think him and Jimmy got together because that was a big deal back then because they were feuding. Well, wow, then they got right. together. You know what I mean? And I wonder during that time if they ever faced uh They might you know what? They might have because I know in in Memphis and Mid South that Valiant wrestled against the Midnight Press with Cornette. It was uh-huh. a big thing with him and Cornette in Mid South and in right. Memphis. And uh-huh. then when they came when they came to the Mid Atlantic, you know, Georgia Championship wrestling in the Mid Atlantic area I I think they I think they may have wrestled them when he was tagging with Rufus. Rufus, yes. French Ray Jones, right? Tagged against him. Yeah, yeah. They may have mm-hmm. tagged against them then against Midnight Express. I, like I said, we could sit here for a month and name all the tag teams they wrestled. I mean, come on, we can name so many. Oh yeah. And that's a testament to them. That's a testament to them for how long the Midnight Express has been around and how many matches they've had. And and right. Bobby probably has the most out of all of them. They even wrestled the Freebirds uh, back when it was like oh, Michael right. Hayes and Jimmy yep. Garvin. Yeah, yep. absolutely, absolutely. They feuded with <laughs> them said, too, bunch of the times. <laughs> they said, <laughs> "I hear stories about how stiff Michael Hayes was." <laughs> Come on, man! Come on, man! He uh, wasn't purely stiff; he was purely sexy. <laughs> Ricky Morton said one time he told Michael, "He said, hey, why don't you punch me for real?'" <laughs> Michael, right? Michael is like, "Well, why? Because your working punches are killing me." <laughs> yeah. Now that's funny. oh man, right? Right? It's like <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> that's funny. Classic stuff, Oh, man. my goodness. That is. I'm going to have to look and see if that ever happened. If if yeah, they wrestled, if Adrian Street oh, wrestled gosh. against the Men Express. I would love That would to be great that. to know. I'm going to do some, mm-hmm. since I've been home, since I've been sitting at home, I'm going to do some research on that. Oh, that would man. be great to see. Great to see. Because I believe at one time, <laughs> Jimmy and um, Adrian were a team at one point, briefly. I'm, I, 
you know what? I I probably do know that, and I just don't remember it. But I remember their feud. They had a pretty good feud, right? Uh, for a for a hot minute, and um, maybe I, I have to look. I'll dig that one up too. But uh, yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Pretty cool to see. Oh man, be amazing. You yeah. Adrian, listen, Adrian. Adrian Street was a, a damn good worker, man. Oh, a machine. People, people, that dude go. Yeah, they, they. You know, he was he was the Dean Malenko of his time. I tell you that now. Mm-hmm. He could go. He could he could put you in all kind of. I watched him wrestle. I forgot who he was wrestling. Oh, he's wrestling Rick McCord. He tied Rick McCord up mm-hmm. and all kind of stuff, man, on the mat. It's <laughs> <laughs> like whoa. Oh yeah. I think he body oh slammed him. I think he body slammed him once and mm-hmm. did something else once, like two power moves with back then. It was a body slam and something else. And and then he elbow dropped him later in the in the match, but he had him all tied up. He had him he had him wow. like, like almost like a the what do you call it? The uh, rings of Saturn. He had both his arms tucked behind him and then he had him in some kind of then he had him in some kind of calf crusher, and I'm like, this guy oh killing my gosh. <laughs> okay, That's homework. I would love to, to see, see a match Adrian with uh, Adrian Street and William Regal. Can you imagine? Oh. Oh, that would oh. be tremendous. Dude, are you kidding me? <laughs> uh. A, hard-hitting, and, 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 and they'll be stretching each other. <laughs> no, it would be great. Oh, my God. Be, oh. <laughs> Oh, uh, that, oh, I missed that guy. Oh, God. I, 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 I would buy, definitely buy a ticket for that. What? <laughs> Who's Front row. I would spend my cookies to get a front row seat. Like, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I used to love watching the matches with Regal and Finley, man, and just them beating the daylights out of each other. Oh. It was, it was just and, and amazing. Dave, and Dave Taylor, too. And throw Dave Taylor in that Dave place. Taylor. Oh, man. I love Dave Taylor. He was, he was such Taylor a funny dude, man. I love his sense of humor. His sense of humor was killing me. God, he was so funny, Dave Taylor. <laughs> I never met him. Uh, I've seen him at I've nice seen him in matches. I've never, never met him, but that would have been cool. Regal and I had him a and Regal spar together. Feud. Oh, really? Did you? Yeah, they, we yeah, had. A, we I had, used to love watching them spar together. You know. Oh wow, that's cool. They're like yeah. And, Regal uh, knew Regal knew who I was by, by name after about the third time I seen him at a show and giving him shit. <laughs> yeah, <you know. laughs> that's awesome. He didn't like me. He goes, "Not this twerp again." <laughs> he called me all kind of stuff. See, but him, him and Taylor, Taylor I, used to spar at the power plant, right? Oh really? Oh During really? Atlanta, Uh-oh. and yeah, you know, and we're like. Watching, you know, some of the guys are watching. Like, Teach us Jedi Masters. I that we used to call them Jedi right? Masters of the Ring because, yeah, just amazing <laughs> what they could do. Man, Great you stuff. know, that's one guy I would have never in my life ever. I don't care how big I was, smaller. I would have never wanted to have a legit shoot or fight, whatever you want to call it, with Regal. You would die. Mm. Screw that. I've heard. Oh man. All kind of stories of how quick he is, how hard hitting he is, how he can just grab you and already have you twisted up in a knot. 
Screw that. If, I'm not. Regal's one of those guys, if you've gotten some deep you-know-what, that you definitely want Regal uh, on your side. Right. <laughs> and he's also the guy you don't want to meet by yourself in a dark alley. <laughs> no, no. That, that's, that's what nightmares are, are made of. <laughs> right? Him and Haku. Him and Haku. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Forget that. Haku. I've heard, man, I've heard the story about him, too. New. No, sir. Oh God! I will walk away. I will walk away. If, from if that. this if this business was a shoot, man, Regal and Haku, Haku would be would beat everybody up ten times. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. For Absolutely. life. Then some. Right? Yeah, they would be for life. <laughs> oh my God! Yeah. Holy cow! Yeah. <laughs> Holy cow! Oh great! Oh, yeah. You I gave remember, me. Uh, there was you gave a me fight. some homework. Go yeah. ahead. Yeah. No, I think yeah, I remember there was a fight in the back one look- time, and I, I looked around at the cater and like, what's going on? And uh, <laughs> Haku and Finley are just laughing, looking at each other, drinking coffee like it was funny. Like they didn't care. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Nothing faces yeah, them. Y'all go ahead Two and tough fight. guys, we're, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, we're not. They were probably like, we're not going over and breaking that up. Forget it. Let them go. <laughs> <laughs> right. I ain't got oh, nothing to do with that. Classic. Yeah. Oh gosh. Well, you know, if he'd have stood up and started walking that way, that fight would have been over. <laughs> oh god, yeah. They'd have been like, "Oh shit, he's." I've, I've, I've seen I've seen Regal break up a fight one time. He's trying to talk oh, yeah? to me, right? Regal is, and and, and they kept banging the lockers, and uh, Regal just got upset. Well, bloody hell, right? <laughs> so he reaches mm. his bag, pulls out this coat hanger. Goes over with the guys that are like fighting each other, puts the cone hanger around both their necks, takes them to the back, shuts the door, and stays with them until they calm down. Oh and, wow! And a lot of us, our jaws are dropping. Did we wow. just see that? <laughs> right. You hear Regal chewing them out in the back. <laughs> oh man, uh, that would have been great. Classic. To see. I would have loved to see that. Oh my god. Re- oh, Regal's oh, my awesome, god. man. Oh. Well, You'd love Regal. That's where. Oh yeah. That's what I hear. Because uh, Big Game James said he he learned a lot from him, and he was such a nice guy, and 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 you oh, know, was very very calm, very polite. You know, listened to you as well as you listened to him, and all that. He was very nice, you know, professional, and yeah, I, I've I've met, I've spoken to him after shows. I haven't. Because he would like, he goes, you go, he asked me one time, he goes, are you going to go to Charlotte after this show? I said, no, I'm not going to Charlotte. He goes, oh, he was hoping I'd be in Charlotte so we could do what we did in Charleston. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> I, I would sit front row in Charleston and I would just get, I would just give him hell. And, uh, and if, he and I if, had a rapport go back and forth. <laughs> yeah, if, he if was you Go to YouTube. If you go to YouTube, mm-hmm. sometimes a funny story he, on YouTube. He talks about uh, first time meeting Dusty Rhodes, right, at Center Stage oh, in Atlanta. Uh-huh. So, and, and they hear they hear they hear him talk. Oh, it's hilarious, right? He said he walks in Center Stage, first time he's ever been in Center Stage in Atlanta, and he's going to meet Dusty, right? So he walks in the office right. Dusty's at, and Dusty Dusty's got this guy behind him, right? And Dusty mm-hmm. sit, Dusty's sitting there, but nothing on but his uh, 
He, he looks like a melted Sunday. What he said. Oh. <laughs> and Dusty, Dusty looks at him. He says, calls him Steve in, right? Yeah. <laughs> like we go Steve Riggle back there, right? It's Steven. Yeah. I'm I'm just like Whitney Houston. I got my own body guard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all he said. And Riggle's like, okay. <laughs> and he just walked yeah. out. He's like he didn't know what that was all about. That's how he said. <laughs> that was his first time meeting Dusty. Oh my goodness! That's funny. That's funny. And he said he met Mick Foley later. Mick was laughing. That was you know cactus. You know what I mean? He was tripping. Right. And he told him what happened to Dusty. Oh my goodness. Oh. Classic. That's hilarious. Oh my god. <laughs> Riggle's great, man. Oh. He's awesome. Oh, I can only imagine what Pitt Finley would be if you sat down and talked to him. <laughs> oh gosh, oh Finley's awesome, dude. Finley, Finley, oh. Finley's like an Irish redneck. He's he's hilarious. One time, uh, uh, you know, I have during my feet with the cat, oh. Ernest Miller, right? Uh-huh. I get in the back, right afterwards, and uh, uh, so and, he, and Finley's just sitting there. He's he, the guy's Copenhagen, right? You know what I mean? And Finley looks at right. me. So that's so that rap music gets on your nerves, does it? And 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 I'm I'm like, yeah, it sure does. I said, so I don't blame you. It gets on my nerves too. <laughs> <laughs> I start laughing. Oh man, that's yeah, Finley's funny. great, man. Uh, yeah, he's a cool man, guy. He was such a good Finley worker. Is. Yeah, he was such a good. I like yeah. he was stiff too now, but I liked it. I liked oh, yeah. it. Oh, but it, that's the way they worked over in Europe. You know what I mean? They been wor- they worked like oh, no, that for years yeah. before they came over. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, chest and back is fair game. I'm sorry, that's how it was taught. That's it. Chest and back is fair game. As as, as Rick would okay. say, get hard in safe places. <laughs> right. Uh, good. Good quote. Very good. You're correct. That's right. That's it, man. Absolutely. And and Regal, yeah. I mean, excuse me, Finley. I'm sorry, Finley did a lot of good for the girls. The women's division WWE yeah. too, like yes, back with Lita and Trish and Victoria, right. was all doing her thing. Yep. Because he wanted them to. The succeed. girls always praised them, man. To be he be... Right. He wanted them the, to be. The better. girls really looked up to, to him. Succeed. Well, right. Yeah, he listen. There was a lot of wrestlers to this day that don't like the ladies in the business. I'm sorry. You got to get over yourself. They can work too. Well, hello, it's have great work. 2021. Well, yeah. The women are kicking well, ass you know right what? now. Exactly, <laughs> they are, and they're hey, and they're making the boys look bad. A lot of them. Oh like yeah. The Britt Baker Thund- Thunder Rosa's match where they bled, where Britt bled. Oh, they that, what a match! The show that night, and they put every yes, they put the boys on notice. They put the boys on notice. I saw a match the other they night on Dynamite with um, Conte, mm-hmm. Conte and Cheetah. Man, that was a great, what a great match. wrestling match that was. That was. Ma- it was. And that Conte, she's, uh, she, she's a jiu-jitsu. She's got yeah, Brazilian all kinds of forms. Of, and, yeah. yeah, martial arts. Yeah. She uh, boxes and does MMA. She does it all. Amazing. But you know what? She's young. And she has a, a huge future ahead of her. If she stays in this business, she'll she'll be she'll be a champion ten times over, easy. Oh yeah, it's coming. 
Oh yeah, she's and long as she as long as she takes care of Sheeta, herself. Right, and I noticed with Sheeta, Sheeta, when you put her with a, a good worker in the ring, I mean, she really steps up her game, and yeah, just like she did with uh, uh, Thunder Rosa. Oh, absolutely. And so, but, but Sheeta, when she wants to, she can go, man. I, I, you know, she was pretty impressive. I think I think I think yeah, she is. I think her problem is though that when she's in the ring with somebody who is not on her level, it kind of messes with her brain and her style. And I think she needs to right. figure that out quickly, very quickly, because if she doesn't, it yeah. could be a downfall later. So she needs to learn how to lead a match at that point. You know, yeah, be the leader. Charge. Call right. It. You know, if it's not, if the, you know what, it's better to it's better to do something and ask for forgiveness later. If you, if it's going to work out in the long run, just do it. You know, they probably exactly won't deny her by saying, "Hey, I made that call." You know, and they probably go, "Okay." You know, I don't think anybody's going to beat her up for that. But I have a, I think because her style, it. You know, some like she was in the who she was in the ring with. She was in the ring with somebody that was just horrible. She's no longer there. They only she only had like one match with her, and then the girl disappeared. I can't remember, but she it was a. Bad I think I know you are talking about. <laughs> I said why did yeah, they I put her? I said, about. I said why did they put her in the ring with that person? That's the see that's oh, why. Oh yeah, the right. Thing. You got all this. Well, she's got an upcoming uh, match with uh, the doctor, Britt Baker. Britt, I know that's to be great. Yeah. It's gonna be awesome. Yes. Can't they're gonna steal the show too. I'm oh, feeling no they're gonna bleed in that one too. I think somebody's gonna bleed in that one too. Yeah, yeah Britt Baker's they, really stepped it up, man. She is. She has. She's really stepped you know up what? her game. But she's also she's also working out. I think she's working out with Dustin. Mm-hmm. I think Dustin's pushing her hard. Yeah, you can so, see it. You can definitely see it. I mean, she's probably the one that's probably gone to people and say, "Hey, I need to work on some things. You know, can you work with me?" And I'm I'm sure she's the one who's doing it because she's. If you listen to her promos now, they've gotten way better, and the way she's right. carrying herself now is way better. Confidence level mm-hmm. is great. So yeah, somebody, oh, yes. she asked. She probably went and said, "Hey, I need some help. This is what I need to work on. Can you help me?" I'm sure that's happened because she's very she wants that brass ring so bad, you know. But she right. also knows where her place is and how to be. Let's get over, you know. Let's let's do what we're supposed to do. And she put, right. you know, and that showed when she put over Thunder Rosa in that match. She showed she's a right. professional. Mm-hmm. So, but I think her confidence that's... level is out of this world right now. Oh yeah. Yeah, good, good for her, man. I'm really excited to yeah. see where she goes from here. You know what I mean? I I totally agree. Totally agree. She's, you know, what I in the beginning I was not digging the, you know, the dentist thing, Doctor Britt Baker DMD. But let me tell you something. That shit works. Excuse my language. That works. She works. Mm-hmm. She's pulling this thing off. She's the biggest female yeah. deal they have. Let's rock it. Let's see where it goes. And, and she got it over. You know what I mean? Oh my God! All she by got herself. it over, right? You know, all by herself. She took her, she I, took I, her I, opportunity. 
I've I've always said that you you can take anything that's given to you, and if you're if you're a good enough worker to get it over, then you can make anything happen. You know, what I mean, look at look at Dusty Rhodes and the polka dots. Oh my God! Yes, Absolutely. he got it over in the big over in the more in the big dog man. Uh, exactly, and you know, and that, that you know Cause, what? Cause he, you know, yeah. did, did, right. Mm-hmm. This one is he, first rodeo, he man. He, he knows what it's like to be in the right. big dance. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. He's like, y'all give me this. You think this is gonna hurt me? Oh, watch this. <laughs> and that's pretty exactly. Much Look at Dustin Rhodes okay. and Gold Dust. Oh yeah. He he yeah. got Gold Dust over he, huge. He. Oh my God. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. You know, and I like what he's doing now. I like the half face paint of uh, what was that? Whatever he's doing now, it's like a, a it's like a twist between rain when he was rain and gold dust. Right. But he's but he's color coordinated with his whatever he's wearing, and I like he's only doing half the face. I think that's cool. And uh, mm-hmm. but I heard he was injured. I heard he was injured. That's why he hadn't been on TV. Right. He was on Wednesday, but I think he's just now coming back. And I, I thought they were just, you know, they just kind of wrote him off. But I found out he was legit injured. So mm-hmm. that's why he hadn't been on TV. Yeah. Cause some, I, I don't know if you asked me. I don't think you asked me, but somebody asked me, and I said, I don't know. And then I have ended up finding out by accident. I was reading some dirt sheets, and like they know, they go. Reason why I haven't seen Dustin Rhodes lately is because he was injured. He had he had some kind of injury. I didn't say what it was, but he said he was legit injured. He mm-hmm. was out for the next six weeks. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. okay, alrighty then. <laughs> but I like him. I, I'm I'm glad he's still he's still doing it, and he's you know, he's. I can't now. Listen, that Ricky Starks match with um. Christian Cage wasn't bad either. No, it wasn't. You know, was bad I wasn't all. bad either. And I, I want to see more. I want, I want to see more. I like. Listen, I was joking around on your show about, oh no, my show about Ricky Starks and all that. And I'm gonna tell you something. Yeah. I like him. I think he's good to heal. He's got a, he's got a good look. He can work. You know, his mic skills are, are, are getting better. Every time they give you the mic, right. it's getting stronger. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, I want. I'm waiting. I'm waiting to see Brian Cage though knock him out though and leave their group. I'm waiting right. on it. I'm waiting or him punching what? ties or something. You know. I so, think that'll we'll be the see. next big feud out of that thing. Would be um, Cage and Starks. That would be good. I can see that happening. I think it would be good. Yeah. Yeah, and I think it, and it'll make money. It'll make money for mm-hmm. him. Because it'll be it it'll it'll not only will it put both of them over, but then you can replace you can replace Cage with somebody else quickly, right? If he needs somebody, if he needs somebody, because I I like Willie Hobbs. He's a good kid, but he needs more work. Mm-hmm. He needs more ring time, right? But he'll get there. Yes. He will get there. He's oh, got yeah. a great look, but just give him some work, man. You know, give him some work. Oh yeah, give give that guy t- some time. Yeah, it's gonna be great, you know. And hopefully, he, one day he'll be able to be able to speak on the mic. I'm sure they're working on that too. But he's got a great mm-hmm. look. He's a young kid. He's got a bright future, you know. Just 
Pay attention to who you're with. Taz is another one got a great mind, you know? Well, you know, two other guys so, I think uh, are, are are really stepping up are on the way is uh, Jungle Boy and uh, Darby Allen. Oh, absolutely. Oh, my God. Let me tell you something. Darby Allen is getting better and better every week that I see him yes. work. So his Jungle Boy. Yes. Jungle Boy has been in some great matches with FTR. He's had a single match mm-hmm. with Dax. He's had uh, single matches with MJF and um, Hangman Adam Page. That kid's kid's got a bright future, too. But could you imagine down the road, Jungle Boy and Darby Allin tagging? That would be awesome. That would be amazing. It would be 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 something that you wouldn't expect. Yeah, wouldn't expect. Yeah. I I think Mm. you can uh, see big, big things ahead for those two. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, they're definitely it, the future. Like, yeah, and Darby Allen, let me tell you something. He's, just his look has gotten better. His attitude has gotten better. His confidence mm-hmm. level has gotten better. And you can see it, you know. It, it, and Sting may have had a little bit to do with that, okay? I won't deny that at all. Sting, if mm-hmm. you look, just this past Wednesday, if you watched it, Sting looked in really good shape. He did. He lost some weight. He took the jacket off. He's not wearing a jacket anymore. He looks like he's in way better shape. You know that you. I think you told me this, didn't you? That uh, he wanted to get in better shape, and uh, uh, Tony Khan got him a ring and set set it to his house. Yeah, <laughs> it sure did. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. So he's been working out. That's a foul for you. Obviously, that's <laughs> that's a, <laughs> that's a foul. Know. Yeah, but I'm saying you That's can tell awesome. he's gotten into shape. So mm-hmm. I I can't wait to see that. I like to see he look, yeah, he looks Cage actually. Fantastic. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Him Cage, yeah, that'd be good. That, I think it would. It could, he could pull it off. I mean, he can took you the imagine the match with Darby Allen and Sting against each other? Mm. Wouldn't that be something? That would. No, that would be. Yes, that would. That would. And you know what? That would win, lose, or draw, or or or, or a twenty-minute draw, or whatever, or count out. Wouldn't matter. It would help his career so much. It wouldn't matter what happened. And, that and would, a match would like that could be a, on a dynamite. It had to be on a big, big event, big pay-per-view oh, event. It had to be a pay-per-view. It would have to be. And yeah. With the house, with the house. Yeah. We'd have to have live people. We'd have to have a house. So yeah, I totally agree with that. That'd be awesome. That match would be money. Oh, every day from Sunday. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Absolutely, dude. Could you imagine if they had a series of matches though? Oh, oh come yeah, on, man. man. Best of three or tremendous. best of five. Oh yes. Oh my goodness. Gosh, you know, I haven't, I haven't seen anything like that in quite a while, actually. Like a best of five or best of seven or anything like that. Right. Yeah. That would be yeah. That would be awesome. That would that would uh-huh. put that would be a landmark. That would be a landmark for that company number one and be a landmark for Darby Allen. And it could show yes. everybody in that company if you work and listen and do your job, good things will happen. Right. And that's how it's supposed to work, you know? Oh, it'd be tremendous. I mean, 
because I guarantee they looked at this little skinny kid when he came when they when they looked at his tapes and he's skateboarding around and doing all this crazy stuff and they're probably like ah. but then when he got there they were like holy crap this kid is good I bet they didn't know what yeah. they had on their hands when he walked in the door for the first time I bet they were like he's too skinny I gu- I guarantee that was the first well, thing everybody right. thought that's it he man he was too skinny. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. I, All right, man. I, 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 get, I, get, I get excited just thinking about it, man. And you um, and me both. It's good, it's good to see. It's good for the business. Yeah, absolutely. Keep the business alive. Keep the business alive and we can continue to see stuff like that happen. Yes. So, yeah. Yes. This is not uh, the dirty stuff. I, I think tonight's, t- tonight's been great, man. It's been such much fun. Yeah, man. So, I had uh, a great time with you. Yeah. Uh, Oh, great show. memories, man! <laughs> That's been amazing. Probably one of my one of my favorites yet. This <laughs> was the best. I love um, you, brother. You, you know. Do you have so anything you want to um, plug out there? Yeah, I, I know you, you're a busy man, let's, Velvet. <laughs> yeah, I'm busy sitting at home right now. But yeah, we got we got to we got to plug the the Carolina Wrestling Hall of Fame, uh, the okay. 15th of May. Uh, yourself. Myself, L.A. Tank, Michael Devine, Tommy Rich, Susan Green, Tony Rose, uh, John Crazy Train Bullock. Uh, all of those people are going into the Hall of Fame, class of 2021. What a class. Uh, what a class. What, it's family, man. <laughs> it's all family. That's really – you yes. said it best. It's all family. Um, that's going to be awesome. It's going to be from noon to 5. It's a free event. We'll have a meet and greet, a little fan fest, and then – We'll have the Hall of Fame induction, and it's going to be great. It's going to be a great time for everybody. Holy City Brewery, May 15th. If you need the address, just look up Holy City Brewery in Charleston. You'll get it. You'll have it. You can put it in your map quest, and let's go to town. Uh, the other thing yeah. is, uh, like, like yourself, I have a podcast called Pro Wrestling Interviews every Sunday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, this week, my guest will be the manager of the group JBE, Reginald Vanderhoff, will be a, with us this Sunday night, 9 p.m. Check it out. Oh, all right. Awesome. Definitely yeah, check man. it out. I, I enjoyed awesome. that this past week. Oh, it was crazy. It was a nut job, man. <laughs> I love that guy. Oh, man. I miss Classic. him so much. He moved back home, and I'm like, oh, you're killing me, brother. <laughs> but, yes, it was good. It was good. This one should be good pretty good, too. So, yeah, man. Oh, Reginald. I love Retro. Okay, back. Oh, Reginald Vanderhoff, uh-huh. baby. Yeah, I love this show, too, man. <laughs> I love your topics. I love I love uh, Mr. Hollywood sneaking in on us, the little drive-by. Oh, yeah. That was great. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, he's man. a trip. Yeah, man. Mr. Hollywood. He's a trip. Oh, he's great, yeah. man. He's such a, he's such a huge uh, wrestling fan. He is. He, I've seen. I've, I've looked him up on Facebook, and I was like, "Wow, true fan, true fan," and all the sense. Right. So yeah, he's he's not a bad dude cool. at all, man. He's cool. Such so, so good I times, have fun man. With you, yeah, but you, same here, man. Have Thank fun. you so much. Have I'm fun. definitely looking forward to Hall yeah, of Fame, man. man. It's an honor to be inducted with you, man. Really, is such yeah, a pleasure. you too, man. It is. It's a, it's it's just awesome, man. That that people care about the business, and that's what it's about. 
we right. care and other people care, and that and 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 we'll have. It's gonna be. I think it's gonna be bigger than what we expect it's going to be. To be honest with you, I really do. I hope it. Oh, I hope it is, but I kind of have this gut yes. feeling that it's it, it's gonna be a good time. All the way around. Oh, I can't wait. All the way around. Yeah, man. I yeah. can't either. Uh, I, I I get goosebumps just thinking about it. <laughs> it's great, man. It's gonna be awesome. Oh Don't yeah, worry, we have an after and party too, buddy. <laughs> oh my god, can you imagine? Oh man, can you imagine? We have an after party. <laughs> I have I've, uh, I've two friends of mine that hosted my after party after my uh, retirement show, and they've insisted yeah. that they're hosting the after party after the Hall of Fame. I said, okay. Oh you got my. It. Oh so, my, it's going to be epic. <laughs> it is. It's going to be fun. They put out a spread oh, I now. Can't if, wait. You're ready to eat, if you're ready to eat, they put out a spread. <laughs> oh, man. And we're going to have to continue awesome. this party uh, Sunday for wrestling interview, interviews. Yeah, come on. Right? Bring it on. Yes, sir. That will be fantastic, man. That's awesome, man. Yeah, as always. Right, well, as always, I love you, but Thank you, listeners, for <laughs> listening to tonight's uh, WCB Retro Podcast. It's been such a blast with Amazing Velvet here. Such great times. We're living... Yes, um, everything. Uh, catch the archives of tonight's show uh, on VOC Nation. Look for WCW Retro and the Midnight Express to check out uh, tonight's uh, Midnight Express WCW Retro version podcast here with the, myself and Amazing Velvet. Matt, brother, thank you. It's always a pleasure. Come back anytime you want. I'll see you Absolutely. this Sunday for wrestling interviews. Looking forward to it. Awesome. Um, yeah, you guys. Love you all. Have a great rest of the week weekend, and we'll see you next Thursday in WCW Retro. Thank you, Major Bevel. Love you, brother. Love you too, man. Have a good night. You too.